Welcome to the Sobity Chat Podcast. If you are new and welcome back if you are a regular and a part of the fam. My name is Fatima and the Sobity Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower women through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. So before we dive in, let's chat about a few ways that you can support the show. The first way is by subscribing wherever you are listening. The second way is to share with a friend. If you think that this episode or this show will provide value to their lives, please go ahead and drop them that link. The third way is to rate and review via iTunes or wherever you're listening, but iTunes is probably the most primary source where my listeners come from. So make sure you head over there and leave a comment about why you like the show and leave a rating. And then finally is by submitting your questions via email, which is sobdchat at gmail.com, my personal Instagram, Fatima underscore farmer, or by sending a voice message right here on Anchor if that's where you're listening. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. How are you doing today? I hope that you are well and in a great space emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. I pray that this reaches you exactly where you need it. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about this topic. So today we're going to be discussing how to acknowledge and honor your emotions. So in previous episode, I talked about the most valuable lessons that I learned from therapy and just shared some insight onto why you should not give up if you are, you know, having thoughts of why am I doing this when it comes to your therapy journey. And I mentioned that I would dive deeper into the topic of how to acknowledge and honor your emotions. So I'm going to share with you four things that I do that I do on a consistent basis um, whenever I am, I would, I would like to say at least once a day, but I think sometimes, you know, it requires doing a little bit more. Some of these things require doing a little bit more. Um, It's really just about being aware of what you need and being supportive and compassionate for yourself. So four things that I do to acknowledge and honor my emotions that you can incorporate into your own healing journey if this is something that you want to get better at. So number one is that I take a few minutes the first thing in the morning and I journal. And I talk about journaling all the time, literally all the time. But I want to share a prompt that is going to sound so simple but it is very powerful, especially if you do it on a consistent basis. And that is asking yourself, how am I feeling today? So like I said, it may sound really simple, but doing it first thing in the morning when you wake up, you know, you open your eyes before you check Instagram, before you scroll on Twitter or read emails or even respond to text messages, just lying in bed and acknowledging one, that you're alive, you're awake, you know, and then really tuning into how do I feel today? How do I feel? Do I feel sad? Do I feel lonely? Do I feel overwhelmed? Do I feel stressed? Do I feel calm? Do I feel happy? Do I feel peaceful? Really just checking in with yourself in that way will kind of allow you to set the tone for what you need to 
provide for yourself in your morning routine or your self-care practice, which I encourage everyone to um, have one. If you don't have one, I have episodes where I talk in depth about both both of those, self-care routine, morning routine. Um, but I definitely think it's important that you create one for yourself because it really can set the tone for your day. But that question for me is something that I would invite you to consider when you wake up in the morning. And after you answer that question, allow yourself to dig a little deeper and ask why until you get to the root of it, especially if it's a negative emotion. If it's a positive emotion, you know, you may just say, I feel really happy, you know, and that's great. You know, maybe you want to journal about that, what makes you feel happy today, what you're grateful for. um, And maybe you want to go on and continue with like your devotional or whatever else is a part of your morning routine. But if you notice that I'm feeling sad, you know, sadness can be triggered by a lot of things. So if you just wake up in the morning, you don't acknowledge that you feel sad. You just start going through the day. You you can't offer yourself support in a way that would really address that sadness because you haven't even acknowledged that it's there. So maybe now that sadness is showing up in other ways throughout your day as anger or may, maybe it's showing up as resentment and maybe it's showing up as you being snappy with people. Um, whereas if you took a few moments to just address that you felt sad in the morning, your morning routine then could have shifted to nurture that, you know, maybe you could have journaled about where it came from and dug up a few deeper things, a few deeper aspects to that and allowed yourself to just process it a little bit more. Or maybe you felt sad because of, you know, maybe you missed a family member or a friend. So maybe you can include, you know, okay, I'm feeling sad because of X, Y, and Z. And now that you have that awareness, Maybe you could actually, you know, extend and and reach out to them, you know, because you've addressed what that is. I think especially at a time like this where we are feeling so many different emotions every day, um, where a lot of us are just still on lockdown and trapped inside. It's important that you take some time to just ask yourself, what am I feeling? And and take it a step further is what is the feeling that you're experiencing? Is it actually your feelings or is it someone else's? So that's the first thing. The second thing that I would recommend is when an uncomfortable sensation comes up in your body, something like tense shoulders, clenching your jaw, an upset stomach, analyze if it's connected to an underlying emotion. Now, if you've ever heard of something called meridians or chakras or just knowing about different energy centers in your body, I know a lot of times as Christians, people sometimes just dismiss all of that stuff because it sounds too spiritual or it sounds like, you know, it's too connected to other religions. And I think, you know, do what works for you. But there is a science to a lot of this stuff that I think gets overlooked sometimes by the spirituality of it. And the science of it is, is that different parts of our bodies actually on an energetic level, on a metaphysical level, connect to emotions, different pains, different ailments, diseases, sicknesses, issues like upset stomach, um, headaches. A lot of those things can be traced back on a scientific level, on a physiological level to our emotions they are all tied together mind body and spirit is completely connected and 
different sensations like tense shoulders, a clenched jaw, an upset stomach can be directly connected to something that you may be overlooking. I'll give you guys an example. So just maybe like two days ago, I was going through a rough patch with one of my friends and we had some unresolved things that we had not talked about. And I had this anxiety building because I really wanted to talk to this friend and we weren't addressing it. No one was addressing it, but it just felt like this tension that was there. And I noticed throughout the day, the more I thought about it, the more I felt anxious, the more I felt uncomfortable. And I couldn't even necessarily pinpoint that it was coming from this unresolved issue with this friend. Instead, I just got a really bad stomach ache. I didn't eat anything that would cause a stomach ache. I didn't do anything that would cause a stomach ache, but I noticed that I had a stomach ache and in very a very odd position in my stomach as well. It wasn't in a place that I had recognized before. It's like, oh, I have an upset stomach from eating something. It also didn't feel like, you know, cramps or anything like that. It felt like it was a pain in the top region of my abdomen, like below my breast and maybe two inches above my belly button. And I was just like, this is such a strange sensation. Why is this bellyache here? And it was just so painful. And I was texting one of my other friends and I told her that I had a really upset stomach. We were talking about the situation and um, she was like, oh, you know, maybe that pain could be coming from this conversation. And it was like that kind of reminded me of this mind, body, spirit connection, which of course I know of, but... When you're in stressful situations, sometimes the things that you know that seem so obvious to you on a regular basis just go right out the window because you're so consumed with the emotion. And her saying that just reminded me that I hadn't acknowledged what I was feeling. I acknowledged that there was an issue that needed to be addressed, but I didn't acknowledge that I felt sad about it. I didn't acknowledge that I felt disappointed. I didn't acknowledge the emotions that were connected to the sensation that I was feeling. And that's something that I would encourage each of you to start doing is if you notice that maybe you have a habit of when I was younger, I remember, excuse me, I need some water. But when I was younger, I remember that I had a habit of whenever I would get really angry, I would start like shaking my leg like it would be uncontrollably like it wouldn't even be a intentional thing. It was just like if I was angry and I started crying, like I would be that person that I don't know if you've ever seen people do that where it's just like they just start shaking and it was just my leg like my leg would just start shaking uncontrollably. And looking back at it now, I can totally see that that was my body's way of telling me that there is an emotion that I am not addressing. You know, because I was the type of person that would suppress my anger. I would try to suppress it. So I would be the person that would, you know, hold it back until I exploded. And then, you know, now I'm doing the crying where it's like, (gasps) I can like barely breathe because I waited so long to get this out. And now it just like flooded out, you know, and it's just like overwhelming my system. But I want to encourage you to just be mindful of those little or big things that your body may be doing to indicate that you have an unresolved emotion or um, trigger happening in your body based upon those sensations. Like I mentioned, sometimes it can be really, really subtle. Like 
having ten shoulders. You know, you can blame that on maybe I'm just tired, maybe I slept wrong. But if it's persistent and if it's in the same spot and if you're doing things to counteract, you know, sleeping wrong or, you know, those type of things and you're still having those tense shoulders or you're still clenching your jaw or maybe you have that tension in between your eyebrows, that could be a sign that there's something else that's not being addressed. So if you notice that, just simply note it. Something that's really helpful in doing that is a meditation called body scanning, which I have talked about. um, I think I've talked about before on the podcast, but if not, know that I will be talking about it very soon in the future. And I'll actually be offering um, meditation classes that you can join, like live virtual classes. Um, I will also be recording some classes that you can or, you know, meditation sessions that you can listen to on your own. Um, via YouTube, but know that those are coming. But if you are curious and trying it and it's not available right now, check the first check the description box. If it is available, I will have it linked there. But if not, if it's not there yet, um, I will link some other body scans that I personally use that I think would be really helpful. So that's a great way to get in tune with any tension that you have in your body, because sometimes it's actually kind of hard to pinpoint. Because if you're so used to carrying that tension in certain areas you probably don't even notice it most of the time so I'm going to share those resources in the description so that is the second thing that I would recommend the third tip to acknowledging and honoring your emotions is if you are overwhelmed and you can't determine what you are feeling emotionally and physically sit quietly for a few moments and just focus on your breathing then simply allow whatever to arise to come to the surface so similar to what I just discussed with the body scan this is more so a breathing meditation right so all you have to do literally is if you're like I don't know what I'm feeling I'm overwhelmed I am clearly experiencing some emotion but this is just too much I just feel overwhelmed I don't know what to do I don't know what I'm feeling A lot of times that happens if you're experiencing some type of trauma. It happens when you're experiencing, um, I think even if you did experience trauma at some point, that can be a symptom of PTSD. But something that really helps is just focusing on your breathing. So I'll kind of give you a little walkthrough example and maybe if you want to try it right now. So sit in a comfortable position. I would encourage you to sit up and just... Close your eyes and just bring your awareness to your breath. Just take deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. And just notice how it feels for the breath to come in through your nose and out through your mouth. Notice how the air might feel cool when it comes in through your nose. But when it comes out of your mouth, it feels a little bit warmer. Notice how your stomach may rise and fall with each inhale and exhale. And then bring your awareness to your body. Continue to breathe at your own pace and just become aware of your body in the seat that you're in. And as you're sitting there, continue to breathe in and out. 
just notice if you feel any tension anywhere in your body. Are your brows scrunched? Does your jaw feel tight or is it relaxed? Are your teeth together or is your mouth slightly open? Just make a mental note of these things. How do your shoulders feel? And continue to breathe in and out. And then open your eyes. And just note what you noticed. So doing something as simple as that, which was probably what, maybe like 60 seconds of just focusing on your breathing and then bringing your awareness into your body can really help you to identify what you're feeling physically. And then you can start to explore what you're feeling emotionally. The final tip that I want to share is to make a choice. Know that your feelings The final thing that I want to share is to make a choice. Now that your feelings are clear, ask yourself, what do you need to feel the most supported? You can choose to do nothing or you can choose to do something to cope in a healthy way. So I think coping mechanisms sometimes get a bad rap for just being negative and not beneficial and not helpful to us as humans on healing journeys. But That's actually not true. There are some healthy coping mechanisms that I would encourage you to add to your toolkit for those times where you decide and make a choice that, okay, I've acknowledged what I'm feeling. I am able to identify the emotion and the sensation in my body on a physical level. However, it's not something that I want to or can process right now. Maybe you're in the middle of a meeting, you know, and something comes up. You acknowledge this is what I'm feeling. You acknowledge, you know, or maybe you don't do it in the meeting, but maybe you excuse yourself. You go to the bathroom, right? And you acknowledge that, man, I'm feeling really just maybe disrespected in this moment. You know, I'm feeling disrespected. I'm feeling like I'm being dismissed or whatever the case is. Maybe you allow yourself to express that emotion, but you have to go back into that meeting. You have to go back into the meeting and not only participate, but present, right? So maybe you can't break down right now. Maybe you can't allow yourself to just cry and release and journal and let it all out. So instead, you know, maybe you, that's one of those times where you make a mental note that this is something that I'm going to process once the meeting ends. But now I have to go back in, put a smile on my face and do what I need to do to get through this meeting. So you go back in, you do what you need to do to get through the meeting and you allow yourself to have a moment of coping in a healthy way. So maybe that coping in a healthy way looks like you, maybe you can't like take the day off of work, but maybe you decide, you know what, I'm going to have one of my favorite meals for lunch, you know, I'm going to order, I'm going to treat myself to lunch, I'm going to go and get something that's going to help me feel better. 
or maybe it's just a beverage. Maybe like I'm going to go get that matcha latte from Starbucks on my lunch break. That's a healthy coping mechanism, right? Because you're acknowledging that although you want to dig a little bit deeper, you want to do all those things. Maybe you really can't do that at that moment. And that's okay. You don't have to shame yourself about that or feel guilty about it. Instead, you can just choose something that's healthy in that moment that will assist you, right? So going to get that matcha, maybe that's a healthy option right now that will assist you until you're ready to dig a little bit deeper into that. So know that you have the choice to do nothing or to do something to cope. You don't always have to address every emotion that comes up on the spot. Although I think it's healthy to make it a practice of of getting comfortable in doing that, sometimes it feels impossible to do that. And sometimes it's okay to say instead, I'm going to take a nap, you know? Sometimes you don't have to sit with your journal. Sometimes you can just take a nap and say, when I wake up, then I'll address it, you know? And that's a healthy way. So some healthy ways to cope um, for me, and maybe they might be helpful for you if you want to add them into your toolkit, is adult coloring books. That's something that I highly recommend. My therapist recommended it to me. And it's funny because when I was younger, I used to always color, always paint, always draw. So it totally makes sense that I feel so connected to this. But that's a way for me to escape, you know, my mind and just explore something that's positive and healthy for me, but I'm also not directly addressing my emotions at the time. You know, I'm just giving myself a little bit of space, almost like a buffer to then come back to it when I feel ready. But I'm not going out and drinking. I'm not going out and doing drugs or, you know, those things, because those are unhealthy coping mechanisms that can lead to addiction and could lead to other health problems. So I think it's important to have some healthy coping mechanisms on standby. That's one for me. Another one for me is taking a walk. That's something that I do often when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Actually, that example that I shared earlier about having the stomach ache, that's exactly what I did. I wasn't sure what I was feeling. So I decided that I was just going to take a walk and just give myself the space to just um, process in a way that didn't seem so overwhelming. So those are the four tips that I wanted to share with you about acknowledging and honoring your emotions. I hope that this episode was helpful. If it was, make sure you leave a review or send me a DM on Instagram, just sharing with me your thoughts on this episode and how it's helped you. And I am wishing you well, praying that you and your family are doing well in these times. And I'm looking forward to talking to you in the next episode. Bye. Before we get any further into this episode, I want to share with you a resource that I've been using called Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you are seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. I'm going to share a few details about this app in case you're interested in checking it out. One of the best things is that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line and is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online with real therapists. One of the best things also is that there is a broad range of expertise and faithful counseling's counselors 
network, which may not be locally available in some areas. However, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. And you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need assistance. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, or you can listen to my personal review that I shared a few years ago, I think, maybe like a year or so ago, um, before this collaboration came about, and you can learn about my personal experience. If you're interested in signing up and joining over half a million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of a professional, uh, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Again, if you're interested in taking charge of your mental health, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. By using my link, you will get 10% off your first month of sessions. And again, that's getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Back to the episode.